Freakonomics Radio is sponsored by Capital One Bank. With no fees or minimums, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions, even easier than deciding to listen to another episode of your favorite podcast. And with no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank. Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. Freakonomics Radio is sponsored by Cars.com. Have you heard about the Your Garage feature on Cars.com? Here's how it works. You add your car to your garage to track its market value and cash in when the time is right to sell. Track both your car's historical and projected value when it's time to sell, easily secure an instant offer from a local dealership, or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. From APM, American Public Media, and WNYC, this is Freakonomics Radio on Marketplace. Here's the host of Marketplace, Kai Rizdahl. Time now for a little Freakonomics Radio. It's that moment every couple of weeks we talk to Stephen Dubner, the co-author of the books and the blog of the same name. It is the hidden side of everything. Dubner, it's good to have you back. Kai Rizal, thank you for having me back. <laughs> You're very uh, I know we're all excited about the uh, the second presidential yeah. debate last night. Yes, yeah, it was a good um, one, uh, don't you think? Interesting. It, it was a lot of I thought scintillating talk about taxation in Ooh, particular. You you need to get out more, but that, okay. Turn you. <laughs> <laughs> it did get me to thinking, however, about lying. Now wow. I, I don't mean the lying uh, of the sort that each campaign is accusing the other of doing every two seconds. I mean, Kai, lying to ourselves. All right. Go ahead, because I don't know. I have no idea where you're going. <laughs> All right, let me explain. Okay. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I saw a poll on yes. Yahoo Finance. It asked people, it said that France's wealthiest man is, is talking about leaving the country to avoid high taxes there. Would you ever leave the U.S., it asked, to avoid high taxation? Okay. Now, about a third of the respondents to this poll said, no, I would never leave. But everyone else was, was willing to entertain the idea. In fact, a, another third said they would leave the U.S. if taxes were to go higher than even 40 percent, which isn't really that much of a stretch. For, yeah, from where they are now. Uh, all right. So this, I'm going to show off here. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So this, this is uh, the Laffer curve, right? Arthur Laffer, the economist. And he said, you know, it, it, it in theory shows Bingo. the point at which high taxes make people stop trying to work hard and make money. That is the theory. Uh-huh. The Laffer Curve theory is a bit, however, like a unicorn. We don't really know <laughs> Come on, where that cutoff real. point is. They uh, Sometimes they, they may be. Uh, in California, where you That's live, right. uh, I think more real than in some places. Uh, <laughs> I, I did ask my economist co-author, Steve Levitt, yes. what he would do if, for instance, he had to pay, let's say, 50% in taxes. All right. I wouldn't leave the U.S., but I definitely would work less hard. Maybe not at 50 percent, but at 70 or 80 percent, I would spend a lot more time playing golf and a lot less time trying to make money. That's for sure. Oh, please. First of all, the man has what? Four or five children. How are you going to feed four or five kids making less money? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but you don't believe him. Well, here's what I think. I think he's an economist and he sees this theory. And so he's talking to the theory. Uh, I wouldn't say you're wrong there, but let me uh-huh. let me also say this. Um, we lie to ourselves all the time. We're, we're constantly trying to predict how we're going to behave in the future in the you know when something happens, a tax yeah. hike, a price change, a presidential election. And we're almost always wrong. Uh, you, you take something as simple as driving, okay? Triple yeah. uh, A, the American Automobile Association, is constantly surveying drivers. They'll say something like, you know, if 
gas prices stay this, as high as they are now, go up, will you drive less? And people always say, oh, absolutely. And then you look at the data and they do not drive less. Here's uh, Joel Weixell with AAA. I think there may be people who uh, lie to themselves or, or imagine that they're doing something that they're not. But I think there are also people who uh, maybe forget about things that they've done. Forget, he's being very polite and just saying we're lying to ourselves. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Right? It's a synonym. Yeah, uh, right, right. But, but I will say this. I don't believe it's necessarily intentional. Okay, one problem with any survey is that the power of suggestion comes into play. All right, so, well, let's get it back to the debate then, Dubner, and talk about this, this idea of polling and people lying to themselves. Yeah. I mean, do political polls yeah. change behavior, do you think? Uh, quite possibly. And also, we're probably just getting a lot of answers that don't reflect reality. Okay, you think about it. What every poll relies on is one stranger telling the truth to another stranger <laughs> about the right. future. Okay, yeah. so there are many ways in which that yeah. answer can yeah. go wrong. Yeah. Uh, Nate Silver runs the blog 538.com. Yep. Yep. We had him on a couple uh, of weeks ago. He, he takes all these different political polls and analyzes them and weights them depending on how, how good a poll they are. He says, Nate Silver says it can be hard even to figure out whether a given person will vote at all. Um, you can ask Americans um, and say, are you going to vote? But people, people lie about that, uh, just like they lie about always washing their hands or using condoms or never Ooh. running a red light or anything else. Is, I don't even know what to make of this. <laughs> you depressed is hope yet, then Kai? lost for being able to do this kind of stuff? Uh, I, I wouldn't say hope is quite lost, but I will say this. The cardinal rule should be don't listen to what people say, right? Yeah. Watch what they do. So the next time you hear, you know, a friend of yours say, oh, man, if, if that guy gets elected president, I am out of here. I'm moving to Canada. <laughs> you go and check back in a year or so. I, I promise you the odds are pretty good he hasn't budged an inch, guys. Stephen Dubner, he'll be back in a couple of weeks. Freakonomics.com is the website. We'll see you, man, if, you know, if you're still in the country. Thanks, guys. <laughs> see you. In our next Freakonomics Radio podcast, it's election time. You want to know what economists are thinking? I almost never actually listen to politicians. I sometimes read transcripts. And when I read those transcripts, uh, for no matter what the party the person is, I just think, like, I wouldn't give you a C in my economics class. This is just not acceptable for a person to be saying. It's just so wrong. That's coming up on the next Freakonomics Radio podcast. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. <laughs>